The Captain Abram was right. There was nothing we could have done to be prepared for what was waiting for us in the Shawlands. White wolves and frozen ogres. It's enough to turn your blood cold. Well, thanks to us, the Rowdy Boys, Cardendale Outpost remained safe, but not unaffected. There was much sorting out to do, and quite a bit of cleanup was needed before leaving for Avondale. where we were last oh yeah so uh yeah if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to the episode last time you did great awesome you guys are still at the cardendale rangers outpost Mm -hmm. you have just literally just finished a um insane battle with a winter wolf and an ogre was a frost ogre yeah it had like some uh strange components to its um like its skin was much more pale almost translucent with like purple veins uh sticking up underneath had a a like an axe with cold energy about it i think Um, it was wearing a wrestlemania belt mm -hmm. it was wearing yeah (laughs) played today and today uh, i remember kowloon stood on the back of the wolf and said uh, in basically like encouraged everyone there, like, see, we'll be here to protect you. Oh no, yeah. they were all weeping. I definitely was not reading the room correctly. Yeah, <laughs> right. But as is normal for Kowloon. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. like some, like you know, some of them were like, "Oh my god, all my com- a lot of my compatriots are dead," but like the wilder folk were pretty amazed mm-hmm. at you destroying oh, this, yeah. um, uh, the ogre and the wolf. So, um, did the ogre have boots on? Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. Cool. All right, so the the uh, the battle ended with Kowloon uh, slitting the throat of this wolf, cold blood coming out. Telnius, you uh, collected a vial mm-hmm. of the blood, and um, it. Rory's literally still in the mud with the shield uh, over. <laughs> like the shield's the only thing showing right now. Yeah. Rory is completely covered in mud. You're on top of a wolf, and ISU uh, are just standing next to the wolf, uh, deceased. Okay, nice. Cool. So, um, great episode seven. Here we go. Um, so Rory, you are buried in the mud, your shield sticking up. Commander Leon walks over to you and he lifts up on the shield and kind of the suction, you come out of the mud completely covered. But as you're being lifted and and propped back up onto your feet, you feel a healing, uh, energy coming from your shield and that bloodstone uh like the red ruby stone on the shield begins to glow a little bit and you realize that um this shield gives you the energy from the damage that you have dealt on your last attack and it can store up to 10. So you might want to either write this down or, or something. But yeah, you it stores up to 10 hit points at the moment. Uh, and on the following round, you can choose to, as a bonus action, either use those points to heal yourself or add them to the damage of Whoa. your next attack. Whoa. And that have to be Whoa. damage that I have dealt. 
Right. So yeah, when you deal damage while wielding the shield, it collects that those hit points, and you can either up to ten. Up to 10 at the moment. Okay. Yep. God, that's badass. Yeah, so you feel this. Right now, since you're not in battle, the healing energy just uh, comes into you, is activated. Um, you guys look around at the devastation of this battle scene. It's it's kind of awkward because the there's you know uh, quite a few of wilder folk who are not quite sure how to react right now. The rangers are kind of collecting them up, Uh uh, and the dead and wounded are taken to the infirmary. The bishop props himself up uh, with his war hammer and begins to wipe blood and uh, a broken tooth from his mouth. Finn has gone to the group of wilder folk uh, to begin uh, to help translation with Lumen. Cool. Um, uh, oh, here, let me go. Okay, let me go through yeah, all yeah. the options here, and then I'll, I'll give a. Uh, Time for that. Uh, so Giselle and Shira okay. begin inspecting the wolf and ogre. So yeah, at this point, those are kind of your options to go up and interact with the different things. So, so. I definitely want to go and help heal as best I can. Um, and so like I'll follow Finn and um, all the wounded to the infirmary. Okay, great. So you're um, you're helping Finn. Well, the, the the dead and wounded are taken to the infirmary. Finn's going over to help translate between the gray cloaks and the wilder folk who are being collected up. So there's kind of two, I mean, it's up to you. Is there a cleric here? Um, no, great. You are I go only. to the infirmary. Okay. And yeah. you begin healing up, uh, both wilder folk and everyone, gray cloak. Yeah, yeah. Anyone there? Damaged, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, everyone else. I sheath my blade and I walk over to the ogre and I start inspecting its boots. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, give me an investigation check. <laughs> Yikes. What's investigation? Oh, it's, uh, yeah, one. <laughs> <laughs> After slipping in the mud on your way over, um, you can just do like a normal. I'll just give you like, like yeah, five minutes. He you might have boots you. on. <laughs> do you, uh, so Giselle notices that you're trying to like look, uh, look this ogre uh, up and down, just really checking it out. And uh, she also. Um, takes note of the boots that it is wearing. And you guys also recognize as you're inspecting uh, the ogre that the battle axe that once held cold energy, the energy has uh, depleted since the ogre was killed. So it's not magical anymore. So the, the axe itself, which is for you would be a two handed axe uh, for this ogre. It wielded it in one hand, uh, but yeah, once it was deceased, it was no longer had magical properties. Good um, to know. Yeah, and the shield is like as big as you. You could like lay down <laughs> on the shield and use it as a raft or something like this. Uh, Kalun, what is gonna your replace the gates uh, with the shield? So, <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, so I'm standing on top of the wolf right now. Yes, uh, I feel like I would go to. <clears throat> So if I can see everything, I see Colum getting up. I'm not sure how much did I see last time. Like, did I notice him trying to kill uh, the Varricans? Um, you got there. Um, you got there just as he was. Yeah, you watched Finn tackle him into the mud as he brought his warhammer up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rory, do you know what uh, what Colum here was doing? Was planning on doing with these Varricans? Yeah. 
I was uh, kind of in the midst of all this uh, action over here. I don't really know. I don't really know what's going on. And I'm, I'm like kinda... wringing the mud off of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna kind of walk towards uh, Cullum uh, threateningly. Okay. I'll try to intimidate. Yeah. Do yeah. an intimidation check as you walk up to him. So that will be twenty. Yeah. Hot damn. Not Nat, but um, he's actually really pissed off. At oh. the moment, and cool. he's like, as he's wiping the blood and mud from his body, he just looks up and sees you coming, and <clears> his <throat> demeanor toward you doesn't change from uh, uh, from when you have normal interactions with him. Mm. Okay, so I'm just gonna. Play. Do you think you're a, you're an executioner now, Cole? No, I'm not quite in the mood to talk to you, Colun. I was simply doing the work of the church. Maybe you can do that from your room then, alone, unarmed. Yes, perhaps I could do with some alone time after what has transpired here today. Good, I'm glad you're not making this difficult on me then. And he begins to walk toward the uh, feast hall. Okay, I follow him. Okay. I mean, at a distance. I'm not going to be nope. obnoxious about it. But. That's great. Uh, so you're you're following him in. You guys haven't made it to the feast hall yet, but you're okay. following him in. All right, Rory. Uh, so who's still around me? Who's still standing like near me where I am right now? Uh, Commander Leon and uh, the like. The wolf and ogre bodies aren't too far from you, and the th- there's the large group of wilderfolk who are being kind of uh, processed by the gray cloaks right now. Okay. So do I do I feel a sensation if I choose to use my shield to heal myself? Yes, so you you feel that energy come back to you as if like a second wind has come to you and some of your the scratch wounds actually kind of magically begin to close and you can you recognize this. Okay. That's a really cool ability. So yeah. I I trigger that ability Triggered. and um I really play up the experience of feeling of it making me feel good. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) there can only be one. Whoever, whoever around is around me. I just like, I just, I'm kind of like mumbling, but loudly, like, um, like, uh, looks like Roy's got something special now too. Maybe people think I'm important now as well. (laughs) And I kind of, I walk over to where the wolf is and I start like, I start skinning the wolf. Oh, cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Giselle is going to begin helping you do that because that pelt is uh, something that she's going to want to investigate as well. So, Kowloon, as, have to split it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as you're walking in, uh, you see Bishop Kowloon. Or actually, give me a perception check. All right. That's going to be a 12. All right, you see Bishop Colum actually, uh, he's leaning heavily on his Warhammer, almost using it as a staff. Mm -hmm. And as he's going to go into the feast hall, he looks over one last time at the group of Wilderfolk and and Finn and Lumen over there processing all the... uh, the wilderfolk and you see the top of his hammer begin to glow and you hear him kind of whisper a curse and say, you fiends and trip him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to trip him and take his hammer away. Okay. (laughs) What do I, what am I rolling for? Uh, do a dexterity check. Okay. So that's only going to be a nine. 
Well, he is uh, obviously shaken. He is thoroughly shook from this battle, and he doesn't even see you come up behind him, didn't even know you were following him. He's just very unawares, and nice. you're able to trip him into the mud, and he begins crying out, and you're able to get his uh, Warhammer from him, and Commander Leon actually saw this transpire, and he goes up and kind of breaks you two up and says, ah, come on, we'll, we'll settle the rest of this on the ship, okay? This is something that the Lord Protector needs to be a part of. Well, now, he just tried to do something to those poor Varricans over there, That's with Finn included. I, I understand. I'm ju I just don't want any more, any more deaths uh, on my hands tonight. I, uh, I, I will escort the bishop back into uh, his room. You are welcome to confiscate his hammer. Oh, I plan to. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, so at this point... Um, Everyone's kind of finishing up their uh, their single uh, things that they wanted to do, and you guys start collecting to the front because a decision really needs to be made about what to do with the rest of the wilder folk. And so, <clears throat> so in Go when ahead. when I was there, I just wanted to I cast prayer of healing um, on up to uh, six people, so Sweet. was able to heal. I mean, we're not in battle, so they take. Uh, I think it's a plus 14 to their health. There was quite a few of wilder folk and just a, f it was mostly wilder folk who were, um, critically wounded mm. if they had not already died from mm. the attacks from the great cloaks. And you were able to save at least eight uh, wilder folk who were on the verge of dying. Cool. And they, uh, see this and you hear them whispering their thanks to you. It's they're, they're kind of, conflicted about it. Right, they right. see your vestments right. of Tesla, but they uh, they whisper their thanks to you mm -hmm. in the Varrican tongue. Cool. Speaking of which, I would like to find Telnius uh, real quick, and I just was like, yeah, I feel like you'd be using this more wisely. And I, yes. I give him a Colum's hammer. Colum's hammer. Perf. <laughs> um, sweet. So, um, Okay, so we'll say that Telnius had walked out of the infirmary after doing the healings, and you could see that there wasn't much more to do. Uh, Kalun hands him the Warhammer, and you guys are kind of out in that main yeah, court like maybe area. while we're gathering or whatever exactly. else. Just the next time I see him, I'm going to hand him. Perfect. And so uh, you, um, you guys hear Giselle kind of... Uh, explaining how nervous she is to keep so many prisoners. Her and Lumen are trying to figure out um, what they can do um, as Finn is translating what's happening with Giselle to the Wilderfolk people. And at this point, one of the Wilderfolk men steps forward. He has uh, that normal red hair. It's cut into a mohawk, and he has dark blue war paint that goes across his eyes and goes back behind his ears, almost like uh, ram horns. Um, Do you have a skateboard? Totally, yeah. He's got skinny jeans on and a leather jacket as well. Um, he's obviously the coolest wilder man there. Uh, he he looks at he looks at Finn and says something curtly, and Finn translates. Uh, he uh, he says he will give himself uh, for sacrifice if any of his people try to escape. He can be put to death. Uh, and he continues to speak and translate. 
He also says that his people love him and will not betray him. Uh, he is Yal Vega and says that his people will work the gardens and help tend to the farms to, uh, to help feed uh, themselves. And he also says that he will uh, help repair and to protect the barracks here at this fort. Uh, am I present or am I still? Mm -hmm. Everyone's right. present at um, this point. Cool. Uh, well, that, that sounds pretty great. Thank you, Yalvega. Do you say that in Varican to him? Uh, yeah, as best I can. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and he, he nods and steps back into his crowd. You can see that the crowd of Wilderfolk are conflicted about this decision. They, um, he, uh, some of them even audibly reacted to him when he said that he would be willing to be put to death if they went the against, uh, if they tried to escape. So Giselle agrees to these terms, and uh, after everything's kind of cleaned up, you guys um, have a few drinks to just calm down after the battle. Um, there's a little bit, uh, it's as ceremonious as possible. It's not anything uh, too crazy, but, the, uh, but Giselle, the captain, she... Uh, grants each of you an honorary gray cloak. Um, oh, hell yeah. Let's these go. These gray cloaks give you advantage to stealth checks. What? Boom. Oh, cool. Shaka lock. If you are wearing them, you nice. need to be. You can't uh, just have them. them in your pocket? Right. Yeah. You can't okay. just like have it wrapped around your waist or something. You have to be wearing it and, uh, and using it as a part of your stealthing maneuvers. And they give me this advantage on any? On stealth checks, stealth specifically. Okay. On all checks? <laughs> yes. No, I, was, I, was just, I didn't know if it was like a specific type of stealth. That's why the Great Cloaks won the battle. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will mention uh, on your further inspections with the uh, ogre, you notice that the Wilderfolk had been like in a battle with this ogre previously. So the ogre had entered the battle already at a low mm. health. Makes um, sense. Which is why he went down so quickly. Yeah. Cool. So, um, and you also recognize that the boot prints matched the uh, same size that Telnius had seen uh, in the previous It day. took you three hours, but mm. you got there. <laughs> yeah, it's you were really uh you were really inspecting hard those boots. Okay, so um does anyone want to do anything else before you guys go to sleep at this compound? Uh I kind of want to talk to some of the the um will the Varicans? Varicans that I helped heal. Okay. Um in the hopes that maybe that would give me some advantage on um some of the conversation like in the attempt to learn more about their culture and um yeah, I. So, like, because the only experience I have is from Finn, whose sure. experience is what up till like he was eight or very nine. assimilated yeah. to the Trayland culture. Yeah, right. so it would be really cool to learn more about their people. Okay, um, and maybe learn I'm not focused on I guess not focused on language, but more focused on um, how they perceive um, us coming into their lands. Because it's what it's been ten or twenty five years yeah. that we've been trying to peaceably. Sure. Assimilate, and they have not been okay with that, and so like that's kind of like my, my okay. focus on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll cast comprehend languages on him as well, so he can just understand the whole thing. Great, very cool. So you guys kind of spend that night in the infirmary, learning um, 
learning things from the Wilder Folk. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're tired from, and you right. can t- you can actually tell. I should have mentioned this earlier, but you can tell these Wilder Folk uh, men, and uh, they're they're pretty malnourished, mm-hmm. and it seems like they've been. So you learn from them that they have been on uh, pretty much living the life of a refugee within right. their. Um, within the forest. Which is crazy. Oh, in the forest. Yes. Okay, 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 gotcha. Yeah, and uh, they talk about the fear of the gray cloaks being hunted like that, and you learn, um, yeah, you just learn uh, things related to them within this uh, forest specifically that have been, you know, that have been uh, their experience specifically within the Shawland forest. And the you actually learn that this forest in the Varican language is called Elgrahim, which is uh, House of the Elk. Um, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is the same forest where we found the... the oh, it no, no. Is, we, uh, we've been, we've I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah, it's okay. like... It, the, it's connected, right? Yeah, the it, all that's separating this forest from Morgill is uh, a river. So mm-hmm. it's not maybe necessarily within the uh, forest, but mm-hmm. it is within the same region. I mean, okay. We're even on the same side of the river, right? Mm-mm. It's the north. Uh, Morgill's on the south, the southern oh, okay. end. But yeah, um, great. So that night, uh, I want to. Yeah, I wanted ahead. to get with my rowdy boys and just tell them everything. Like, you guys, listen, we. Uh, I took a look at the boots of that ogre. It seems to be the same print as the one we found on the gray cloak. On the on the path? Yes. So it's probably safe to say this is what was causing the damage that we found. What, to uh, the horse, right? Is that what we... <laughs> the horse, yes. It's also safe to say that these Varricans have been fighting this monster before they even arrived. Right. But they came from the opposite direction as well. Did they not? Well, they they were running from the ogre. I, but were they were they did they come from the same direction we did, or did they come from the north? I think so. I don't even I don't the know great, why I'm no, that's okay. Character voice because I should know this. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. Um, I, I think they were coming from the west. Yes, yeah. So okay. they were. Yeah, you guys were traveling north to uh, the outpost, and on your way as you were traveling east, found it. The Varrican soldiers came in and attacked from the west. Okay. Yep, or were running from them. Uh, yeah. So, I'm surprised the Rangers didn't already know about this. That's beyond me. But it's getting a little out of hand, especially with all this elk demon stuff going on as well. Um. So, is it just the four of us? Is anyone else like? Warrior, did you show up? Oh yeah, I figured we, you said you were going to yeah. be with her. Yeah, uh-huh. so I figured we were all together. So you had like a little rowdy boy meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I was just um, being silent the whole yeah. time. Yeah, I, I was just listening. You guys are yeah. You guys are just drinking in like the the, cool. the feast hall. Mm-hmm. So I say, uh, well, I wonder if if these changes have occurred recently because um, I wonder. Well, we've been here for twenty five years, right? And the fact that we've not encountered or or our people have not encountered any ice ogres or frost wolves up until this moment um, tells me that perhaps something is changing in this area. Maybe something is causing uh, these creatures to, to to come out from their hiding. So I wonder, unless maybe I'm mistaken, maybe they have encountered these things and it's just rare. Um, but 
We should ask about that in the morning. Yeah, definitely. Also, really cool shield, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was going to mention that. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah, it's yeah pretty, what does that thing do? Friggin' sweet. No big deal. Did you see how it healed me earlier yeah. after the uh, battle? Yeah, yeah I, like, cool. I, I feel like at this point, you're definitely probably the coolest person in our group. Yeah, well, probably. I believe that was Roll a deception. True. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so shitty. It's like a six. Against, against my what? You just it, know that he's... Oh, okay. So. <laughs> the lies are dripping I mean, off of his... Though, that doesn't really match up with Rory's history. <laughs> he wants to believe that I'm yeah. telling the truth. Well... <clears throat> I was going to say this, the same thing regardless. I was already the coolest one in the group. Have you seen my friggin' eagle tattoo? Right here on my chest. Have you seen yeah, it? Okay, it's been a while. Can you show is. us again, Roy? I forget. Does it have one or two <laughs> eyes? What? I, listen, quit patronizing me. Uh, I don't even know what we're doing here anymore. We beat the friggin' wolf. We're helping these people basically enslave the natives. All they want is home and family. I know what it's like. And I pause for a second. We all know what it's like to want home and family, right? Yes, well, we do. But I'm even bothered Ooh. still, because it wasn't just last night when I had a vision of this very same beast. Well, one like it, anyway. You don't have a vision. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I scowl at Colin. <laughs> when aren't you? <laughs> now, wait, are you scowling at Colin, or is Ayas scowling at Colin? My, my character, Ayas, is scowling at Colin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, the, the one we're supposed to be protecting isn't even here. Yeah, he, chick I, he chickened out. He's back at the ship. What are we doing here? You're real sleepy. Yeah, you're tired. You're I'm, you're I'm like pretty, exhausted, especially after that big meal. Ias, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling maybe I'm feeling maybe like a, a deity is telling us we should just go to bed. Yeah, let's just, <laughs> maybe we should just go to sleep. Let's say our nightly I prayers. I think we should just continue on this conversation. <laughs> ever, ever since he got that shield, it's been just deity this and deity that. I am getting tired though. I can feel the blood it, leaving my head. It was a ton of phrase. If you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm pretty tuckered, so I'm going to go ahead and turn in for the night. Who's with me? I mean, it's no royal suite, but I'll go to bed, sure. I. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> okay, sweet. So you guys uh, go to lay down, uh, and that night, Ias, uh, it's ironic that you mention your visions because you, um, when you uh, fall into your meditative state, a, uh, a, black, like a vision of just pure blackness comes to you. And a voice begins to whisper through the emptiness as you walk forward, uh, searching, uh, trying to find some kind of light or something that resembles reality. And the voice begins to whisper, I will find you, young warrior. Who is there? I will find you, young warrior. Show yourself. Who is there? And at this point, um, you find yourself walking through the Shawlands, uh, the forest that you took from the ship to the outpost, until you come to a village this time in this, in this vision. And when you step into the midst of this village, uh, the voice continues and says, I will Yes. And a pale face appears and reaches her jagged fingers, fingers like icicles towards you. And she 
calmly closes your eyes. You then wake uh, in your bed. (laughs) (laughs) Mom? What is... What's going on? When you wake... um, it is, uh, you were kind of just meditating out in the feast hall area. So there's still a fire lit and you notice that your vision has now changed, uh, on top of the magical kind of sonar vision that you have, a few colors begin to come, become clear to you. Colors, in the world. anything blue or, or gray, uh, or white, be, uh, have entered your the, the the amount the colors that you can see now. Oh, this is new. Um, Did you say that loud? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm on are, we, are we around you? Um, so we'll say that that um, he was in the feast hall. Right? Yeah, he or, yeah he was meditating out in the feast hall. So uh, with that, we'll cut to the morning, uh, and you guys are all packing up, getting ready to head back to the ship. Uh, Commander Leon stays pretty close to the bishop. The bishop is really quiet and reserved, and uh, you can tell he's disgruntled. I um, play with his hammer um, almost hauntingly <laughs> in front of him. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Also, when you guys meet up to get a little brekkie uh, in before the hike uh, back out to the ship, what about Elevensies? You guys notice that Ias's eyes now have, uh, there are in each eye a shock of uh, like pale blue, like an icy blue, Hmm. uh, breaking the blackness of his eyes. And they actually create kind of new uh, pupils. Uh, New pupils? (laughs) New pupils. And it's almost like a reverse cat eye. Does that make sense? So... um, so like the blue is the cat eye shape. Yeah, the blue okay. is that the pupil shape. Yeah, uh, the pupil slit. Thing. And oh. it looks like yeah, just it almost looks like two fingers have run down Whoa. Uh, Whoa. the uh, the irises. Of we your don't eye. tell them about it. Okay, and I don't know. He you have no I idea. Definitely mention it. <laughs> there are no mirrors in this world. <laughs> so uh, just rats. What, what's up with your eyes? They look really different. I don't know. What are you talking about? What do you see? Is there any? Has anything changed in your vision? I mean, I, I can see like almost like slits in your eyes. Well, what? yes. I was just about to bring it up. Actually, I can. Normally, my eyesight works where I don't need any light to see anything, but I see everything through a jade lens, so it's all green to me normally. But now I'm seeing colors of gray and even blue. Wow! What what happened? Well. It happened after my vision I had last night. I had another vision of a creature just like that ogre we've taken down. Hmm. She kept calling my name and whispering in my ear. And then she took her hand and she dragged her fingers down my face. Right across my eyes. Did you recognize her? I've never seen her before in my life. And you said another vision. What, what was the first vision? I just don't remember. It was the same woman. I haven't told you about it yet. But it was the same woman, just cold, white hair, everywhere, in in an abyss, in a city of frozen people. And I woke up after my mother had been screaming over and over. Oh, this is when, like the other day, you were crying out for your mother. 
I, I've got to oh, go. I um, about that. Yeah, he was, he was crying. <laughs> so out they loud. continue. The, the rest of the rowdy boys uh, continue kind of talking about it as you rush ahead of the the group as you guys are hiking back to the ship. Are you uh, all, careful? There's a lot of reds up there. <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> <laughs> it says God. <laughs> I turned to Rory like, "Wow, that was weird. What do you think about what, what do you what do you take?" Out of that. Yeah, uh, interesting. Hey, uh, maybe we should just keep moving forward, huh? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I like that idea. No. <laughs> um, so great. You guys get to the um, to the dock. The ship is as you left it um, with Commander Leon and the lady uh, aboard. Um, they welcome back the group, uh, hear of the tale, and Giselle uh, gives a parting gives some parting words to you all and she says may the changing of seasons bring us together once more rowdy boys and with you as well i high five her she she accepts the high five but like she didn't put her hand forward any she just kind of like limply takes takes the high five behind her shoulder no i like go for it wow i go ham on her hand i had i had some <laughs> leftover meat from the night before and i just give the rest of it to shira oh nice she uh shira is purring <laughs> and very happy about that perfect so you guys get back aboard and um you after the crew is done uh getting the ship ready for travel again kaloon would like to do something i uh well i think i'd I might have discussed this after we stopped recording uh, last last time, but little uh, little Lord Pansy's uh, he's going below decks. Okay, we're not. Yeah, we're we're not we're not protecting a coward and then also sleeping on uh, on hammocks. Like Wait, are you saying this? Are we saying this in game right no, now? No, well, yeah, I'm saying this it, not as my character just yet, but I'm just saying like you're the people who do the doing. work are getting the royal suites from now on because I'm not protecting someone that's just going to tuck tail and run at the first opportunity. Okay, so we'll yeah, we'll find it uh we'll go ahead and, and role yeah. yeah, we'll go ahead and role play that. So, um so the ship leaves for Avondale and um uh that same day like after you've gotten kind of settled into your room Kaloon, um you you see th- the Lord Protector going from his office into his room. You kind of catch him in that royal suite hallway. Sweet, sweet hallway. So, are, are you the only one there, or did he like? Well, tell I'm us? the only one allowed in the royal suite okay. so okay. far. Cool, cool. Right. All right. And but, and the commander yeah. hasn't come out of the royal suite. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, since wait. Oh, Commander Leon? No, Commander Leon's. Not oh, I'm so sorry. Suite. The Lord Protector hasn't come okay. out of the suite. All right. Uh, listen, little Lord Protector. I feel like if you're just going to tuck tail and run at the earliest opportunity, as, as far as there's any danger, us people that are actually doing the work need to have the better rest. I feel like Lady Reyna can stay, but as far as we're on the naked lady, the rowdy boys get the, get the royal suites. Go ahead and roll intimidation. Cool. <laughs> oh, I've always hated this guy. I've been wanting this forever. Yes. Okay, so my intimidation is 23. You're, I mean, you're a presence. You're um, pretty bulked. You've got your weapons on you, and you come up and get in his face. Um, like the, a foot shorter than he is, too. <laughs> right, yeah. But you're, yeah, you're kind of like puffing out your chest kind of thing. Um, the Lord Protector goes to go back into his room, and he turns around and he says, I've had about enough of your attempts of debasing my honor 
and my power here on this ship, Kaloon. Oh, you've done that well enough for yourself. I will hear no more of this. If you speak this way to me again, Kaloon, you will find yourself joining that fucking bard that is down in the brig at this very moment. Do you understand? You will be facing the same treasonous... Uh, he's I, so angry. I told the rowdy boys that they should be waiting right outside the door? Uh, no. So he, <laughs> yeah, he, um, he rolled a nat 20 on his, uh, oh, did he? on his intimidation Shoot. back to you. So, um, you are actually frightened. You've never seen this type of fury from the Lord, uh, protector. So later on that, he, he goes, he goes straight into his room. And just slams the door uh, after you, and you're kind of you're kind of stuck in the uh, hallway, just oh. kind of like chewing on your words. <laughs> I, was one, I was one that's so bad. I'm still I still want to invite these guys up. I mean, I'm not lying. I like not twenty. Yeah, I, I believe perfect. you. I believe you. It was perfect. Damn. So um, so disappointed. All right, so you guys are on your way to Avondale, and um, it is actually dinner that very first night, and everyone's supping in the uh, sup sup. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the common room, and uh, uh, Finn's in there, Commander Leon, uh, but the bishop, obviously, who, uh, well, not obviously, but he, he, has a, he usually eats in his room for uh, certain reasons, and uh, during, the, <laughs> during the middle of this uh, particular dinner, um, you guys hear a lot of footsteps coming down from the top deck, and in front of a troop of six guards is the bishop. They come uh, up to Finn's table, and two of the guards begin to... Are we uh, all there? You are all there. And two of the guards um, go to begin to arrest Finn. And the bishop looks to you all, and the other four guards um, actually stand around you four, and uh, the bishop comes up to you, Telnius. <laughs> and he says, um, he says, uh, the manner of how things went back at the outpost was discussed with the Lord Protector. And we have decided that Finn's act is an act of treason. He will be down in the brig from now on. Telnius, it looks like you'll have to take a break from your lessons. And I can sense your future slipping further and further from your grasp. The presence of Thessa has left you, old friend. And he reaches out to tear your vestments as one of the guards uh, takes the warhammer back away from okay, you. Okay, so as can well. I do any Okay, great. So yeah. I'm going to cast sleep on the the guard uh, <laughs> attacking me. You do know that attacking the royal guard will be seen also as a an as act treason. Of treason. I mean it kind of sounds like they're forcing us into a mutiny at this point, so Okay. Um all right, can I I don't want to give it to him. I'm not going to cast sleep, but I'm not going to like willingly give him so I guess I'll make a strength test against this guard. Yeah. (laughs) I'm definitely going to lose. Oh, no. Um, You might do all right. So that's 15. Um, 
as the bishop is ripping your the front of your vestments, you set you sense the uh, the warhammer leaving from behind you. You go back to grab it, and um, the bishop tightens his grip on your vestments and pulls you closer and says, um, "The axe of a heathen." will be recompensed by Thesla. And the Warhammer leaves your grasp and Bishop Colum and the rest of the guards take Finn down to the brig, ending that, uh, that night's dinner scene. I don't, I, I don't really do, I, I don't think I would do anything about that. Okay, My so, character would not. Yeah, so, um, from, <laughs> so tensions are running pretty high. Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely phone. be fucking pissed, but I don't think yeah. I'd do anything. I'm right. more concerned about something else. So. Yeah, so, um, so that kind of, uh, that leaves it open now to you guys to act on the ship as you guys are heading to Avondal. You kind of have a few uh, days opportunity because uh, it's another week's journey to Avondal. I don't like the way things are being run around here. I don't either. Have, have you guys all accepted my invitation to just stay in the royal suite anyway? I have. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think you have authority too, don't you? Yeah, yeah you yeah. actually have authority too. Well, I actually don't have any authority at all. Well, I, just... I mean, to stay in the royal suite because because the, the uh, dude's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so have you two? Yeah. I. I. Okay. Can we play that out? Um, yeah. So. I I want to um, put myself in that high place, but my concern, though I, I very much hate Bishop Cullum, my concern is that um, I don't necessarily always agree with your decisions, and I don't want to uh, reinforce that. That's a good point. And uh, so I, I'm... What do you mean by that? Well, I, though I agree with you that, that the Lord Protector is weak and frail and doesn't deserve his position... I still think that that the way you're going about trying to base his authority is, is not oh, effective. I understand. So you're saying I need to choose my battles more wisely? Uh, perhaps. And, and I don't want to be seen uh, uh, not wisely choosing my battles. So, uh, so what we do about what's going on on the ship, then? I don't know. I... Yeah, you guys have like the same amount of time to either uh, visit people or, I think or whatever, have, have situations. I'm not going to let them kill any Varricans while right. we're on this vessel. No, this is stupid. The way they treat Varricans is, is ignorant. Um, do I have access to the brig? You can. So you uh, can choose to go down there. Yeah. You have visited Master Talon yeah, before. Yeah, I every single day go. It's almost okay. as though. So let's play that out. So that night you go down mm-hmm. to uh, visit the Brig Telnius. So yeah. um, you uh, you wait till later because you don't want to cause any commotion. You you kind of wait a couple hours after dinner's done, and you go down there. And just as you're, I want to bring some food with me also. Okay, so, great. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I ask something? Master Talon is the one who was a follower of. Lady Brit, right? That's mm-hmm. correct. So he, w- I, w- had, I feel like I had established at one point that I was regularly going down to meet with him. Oh, okay. So you can decide if I was down there or not when he goes. It's a particular, whatever particular night that is. Gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, 
We'll we'll just say that just telling us at this okay. point is down there, but we can do uh, role play a situation uh, if you so choose. So telling us you get down there, you've brought some food for Finn. I'm guessing. Yeah, I um, do my best to keep it hidden so sure. that the guard can't see it. But sure. Um, so you get closer, and actually, you witness something um, uh, a bit strange. After I burp, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> Strange noise. <laughs> um, Somebody yeah. hit a bell. Was that a cricket? Yeah. No, you guys, uh, you, you tell Neos witness something strange. Um, just, as, uh, just as you're approaching the cells, you hear uh, the cell door opening, and you look kind of past I the first stealth, guard. stealthily look. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead. You get advantage on yeah, that. Yeah, I do. Because I am wearing get, my glow. Your gray cloak? Gray cloak. Mm, not gonna be great. Um, <laughs> it is a grand total of ten. Okay, great. So um, nobody notices you actually. Hell yeah. So the guard hey. is the guard's kind of <laughs> picking his nose, yeah. Um, yeah. and you look <laughs> past the guard, and you see um, coming out of the uh, cell is actually Lady Reyna. Um, mm. She has just finished embracing. Finn and <gasps> saying goodbye in the Varrican language to him. And she, uh, the cell is closed shut again. Finn still remains inside. And Lady Reyna walks quickly past the guard and past you. And actually, since you dipped into the shadow, she did not see you hmm. um, see you her. By. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool. Great. Um, I don't want to. I, I don't need to talk to her. Right. That's just cool. interesting information. Yeah. yeah. So you can now continue on to the. Um, to so the I cell. go to the cell and I walk there. Um, I do my best to not even address the guard. I'm just. I'm going to walk there with authority, almost as though I have. Roll an intimidation check. Okay. With your body yeah. presence. Ten. Um. Yeah, you actually, you match eyes with the guard, and... I just kind of do a nod. Yeah, he he looks at you and pulls those things over for a bit, and then he kind of steps aside to, to let you go and unlocks the, the cell for you. Cool. All right, so I go in and... Uh, yeah, you see Finn there, his leg is shackled to the wall. Right. Uh, his... Um, uh, he just has like a simple uh, tray of bread and water, similar to what Master Talon right. had when you went to visit him. So I, uh, as soon as the guard's not looking, I bring out the food. Oh yeah, he and he brings he just eats it very quickly because mm -hmm. he didn't really get to he didn't even start his dinner before mm -hmm. he was arrested. So, uh, oh, Telnius, it is so so great to see you. It's I. And he's he's now shaking as he's eating the food that you yeah. brought for him. Uh, Can I? I'm gonna cast uh, cure light wounds or. Um, but he's not he's not he's harmed at all. Okay, okay. Then I'll cast calm emotions. Um, oh wow. Okay. So just to kind of like, because he seems pretty shaken. Yeah. Um, just to kind of bring his ease and he, his mind. And he accepts it, so there's yeah, no need yeah. to to roll. So he's able to to breathe, and he says, um, "Thank you, Telnius." Though you have come to me with your presence and with your power, and I still cannot help but fear the worst for myself. So what, tell me, what, what is this about? I mean, you've done nothing but to help us here. Why have they, I mean, outside of their 
stark racism. Why have they treated you this way? He kind of laughs and like looks at the guard to make sure like the guard doesn't see him laugh, and he he just says, "Ah, well, I, I, I have." obviously felt very conflicted, as you know, about my position here on the ship. And I have been very thankful for um, your, your lessons. And, uh, and, and I... Sorry, what was your question? Well, yeah, <laughs> I just realized, I, I think I just remembered that you did tackle the bishop. Oh, which yeah. Which is probably okay. why. Well, yeah, so, and, and <laughs> yes, and to... Uh, punch but yes once i uh physically assaulted uh, the bishop of the church of Thessala, and you can see him like really trying to hold back tears right. he's like he's scared for his life right um he calm emotions yeah and uh um he he kind of puts his hand on your thigh um assuming you're sitting next yeah, to him yeah. he puts his hand on your thigh and says Choking down a few tears, he says, "Will you teach me a, a a prayer of your faith? I feel like it will help ease the wrath of your God toward me." Yes, uh, of course, and so I do. I I teach him uh, the Serenity Prayer. Beautiful. That's and the grand <laughs> serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Um, and it's re it's it's really beautiful. And he speaks it, and you t are even able to teach him in, in uh, the Thessalon word as yeah. well. And he he kind of just cries, and then at the end of the prayer, after he's able to recite it back to you, mm. um, he says, "Thank you, Telnius." And he puts his head on your shoulder. At this whole time, I'm doing my best to look around this cell, the brig, and see, um, like, perhaps engineering faults or like a way that we can break okay. him out of this. On place. your um, on your way out, because he's kind of overcome right, with right, emotion right. after this, and he's kind of like, like I said, he's got his head on your shoulder. As mm. as this is happening, you're kind of you, go ahead and roll me an investigation as you're leaving the cell. Cool. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'll, co I'll come back to you cool. with the information you learned. Yeah. Okay, does anyone else want to role play any scenarios before you get to Avondale? No. No? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of just want some information. Uh, sure. How, how many guards are on this ship? Like, were all of the Royal Guards present? No. That, uh, so this that was half of the force. Okay. And that's not even including Commander Leon. Okay. Or the Lord Protector. And so we don't have to role play this, but I kind of wanted to get like a feel of where Commander Leon was uh, in the situation. Because if we're, you know, if we're thinking that uh, the Rowdy Boys are kind of being uh, outcast by the Royal Guard, by I will you know, say all of because of how yeah. mean your character has been to Commander Leon, that that role playing situation <laughs> probably wouldn't even come either to your character's head, oh. nor would Commander Leon be receptive. I don't feel like my character's been like mean to Commander, we like not to, not to not to. Well, I mean, no more than everyone. <laughs> hasn't anymore. So <laughs> no more to everyone else. But he also never seemed to respond to well, any of those uh, negative things. <coughs> like he was just wanting to. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I guess like I don't want to be. I don't want to be on the bad side of everybody on the ship. I feel like too late. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay, so do you? Okay, that. Okay, well, in worded in that way, do you do you do a gesture toward him or um, or something like this? Sure. Yeah, I'll sit at his table and kind of like try to chat with him for a little bit. Like I think Telnius's words might have uh, 
might have come into play. I maybe 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 realize that uh, I didn't want to be on everyone's bad side like okay. all the time. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you sit down with Commander cool. Leon and <clears throat> you're able to share a meal one of the days, and he's friendly with you. Um, but anytime you kind of question where he's at, he he breathes loyalty to the crown and to the Lord Protector. And if you're, if you wish, even if Rory is with me and also maybe even if, uh, I mean, even if Rory chose to do that, that's, that's what he does. So, um, any more, I'd like to just on our way to Avondale, Mm -hmm. I'd just like to spend the rest of the trip in the crow's nest Mm. and I'm just staring off to the North. Yeah. These are colors you haven't seen since you were 11 years old. Yeah. So it's been a while. It is, beautiful and the you can now actually witness the beauty of Varahim and well I'm it, looking for some reds but I'm disappointed <laughs> <laughs> one third of it those nasty reds I will have spent my time I will have moved Kalun's uh, bunk away since he's not sleeping here anymore and I will uh-huh. have fashioned a gym space in the bunk room <laughs> nice and I will spend my time working out beautiful and awesome. smoking cigars alright great so um, a week goes by um, with all of the above that we have mentioned. And, and I, I do my best to keep visiting every night. Um, Finn. Okay. So after the week of traveling, uh, the river Avenova, uh, you all witness as the mouth of the river opens into a lake, which spans the horizon jutting up in the far distance on the opposite side of the lake is a mountain range, uh, which is the Eastern reach. Um, Ias, while you're in the uh, crow's nest that day, um, all of a sudden a voice pops up behind you that you didn't know was there, and it, it says, Oi, Holy isn't that shit. something? We've reached the last lake. <laughs> and the Captain Abram is standing right behind you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like that guy from Hey Arnold. He's just breathing heavily, yeah. yeah. Um, so right where the Avanova opens uh, into Lock Kate uh, is built the final lathe of the Trailender settlers, Avondal. This settlement is almost as large as Dunabur, and its design is nearly a mirror image of the port uh, port city. It has a drawbridge that connects the northern and southern districts and is raised to allow the ship to pass unhindered. Uh, Although it is flip-flop to Dunabur, where on your left, which is north, it is a residential area and a gate protecting the city from the Shawlands. Uh, and to the south on your right are shops and crafters and a larger open market. The backdrop to uh, the south is the walled-in castle. This one um, being actually larger than the one in Dunabur. And it acts as the military base here in Av. Uh, Avondale. The market is now currently filled with over 100 soldiers, all with the emblem of the Stag's Order, which is the branch of military focused on war and tactics. And you see a lot of these, um, it's almost like a mustard yellow uh, with antlers. Uh, That's the emblem of the Stag's Order. And a lot of these flags are being flown alongside with the flag of Thesla, just a white flag with the black infinity sign on it. So when the ship docks at the head of the market square, a general yells out, Form rank! And the soldiers stand at attention. The lord and lady are greeted respectfully as they come down the uh, gangway. 
and there are civilians watching from the borders of the market. But to call this a festival would, festival would be uh, utterly misleading. As the Lord and Lady are escorted by the general to a stage in the middle of the market, the soldiers turn in rank to face them. The Lord Protector greets the audience and begins his naming of the New Land speech. So you guys are all watching from the deck. We'll assume Ias has climbed down from the uh, crow's nest at this point. And Commander yeah. Leon actually approaches the Rowdy Boys and says, Yeah, this is... Uh, <laughs> This is pretty lame, huh? I uh, I feel as if uh, everyone deserves a drink tonight. Uh, maybe uh, maybe on the crown. And he uh, holds up a uh, coin sack <laughs> to you guys and shakes it. Leon, this might be the coolest thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I'm all in. You guys want to get rowdy? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I call the seat next to you. Oh, perfect. I've got the perfect place. Uh, one of my contacts back in Dunabur told me about this place called the Ox Mountis Pub. It's a tavern, like, named for the owner. And uh, apparently, oh, one, God. apparently one night... Wait, this, what's it called? The Ox Mountis. The Ox Mountis. Like, one night he got completely smashed, and he uh, tried mounting uh, one of the oxen, and he was Hey, cool. Leon, uh, we get it. If you're buying... I'm there. Wait, well, hold on. No, I think I've heard this story. No, I, I think I've had a conversation with that man. He said, he said to me, you know, you are the best at playing uh, cricket. Uh, you're the best in the land at uh, uh, woodworking. Uh, no one remembers that, but you mount an ox one time and no one forgets. <laughs> He's told me that. That's right. And uh, he, he names, uh, they name the fucking pub after it. That's crazy. <laughs> so crazy um, is he didn't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's pretty proud of it, actually. Is the ox part owner? <laughs> no, they slaughtered the ox. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Um, so you guys head down to this pub with An a rather controversial uh, name Recipes. and legacy. So um, everyone, at once you get to the pub, you kind of go past all the um, ceremonial uh, mess of the square market uh Market Square, and you get to Sorry. the more um, the more uh, party side of town, and you get to this pub. You guys walk in, and it's a pretty standard tavern. Uh, everyone's drinking out of horns, though, uh, like hollowed out horns. Like saxophones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I order the tuba. Um, and you guys take a seat, and uh, Commander Leon, uh, he... Uh, he waves uh, to the barkeep, who then comes over to you guys, recognizing uh, Commander Leon's status. He's got all his armor on and everything. So uh, the owner comes over. He's got short white hair and a white beard. And he says, how about that? Uh, Commander Leon himself. And, uh, huh. you're, you're the hammer, aren't you? Rory Kilgannon. Yeah, yeah. Who's asking? Yeah, I'm the hammer. Oh well, I'm Gerald, the uh, proprietor of this establishment. Yeah, I I used to watch your fights back in the Westwick. What's brought you all the way out here? I kind of stretch a bit and like you know just kind of like throw back my arms a bit and it's like, well, I'm on a pretty important adventure here. Um, uh, but wh you said you saw some of my fights. Uh, which ones did you see? Who did I who did I beat? Uh, well, actually, I've got the bit of a surprise for you then i didn't i mean i had no idea that you were gonna be here but uh if you gentlemen want to have a bit more fun than just drinking a few mugs of ale 
We could go down to the basement area where there's uh, something special lined up. I kind of, I've, I've heard though that we're not exactly your type, so this is kind of throwing me off here. Oh, you're, you're referring <laughs> to the name of the place? No, 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 it's nothing. It's nothing like that. And he, he laughs off uh, that. He said, uh, "Just trust me. Yeah, uh, y'all follow me downstairs." And uh, he shouts to one of the bar uh, bar keeps, and uh, they get you drinks. Like, don't even ask for a payment. You all are going down with a horn of ale. And he oh. uh, unlocks one of the doors. Uh, near the bar and takes you guys down um, a stairwell. So you guys descend down. Do I detect uh, like a like smell of like you know if you walk into a gymnasium you can just specific as smell. soon as the door opens you kind of hear uh, like a murmur as if a crowd is down here. The smell of sweats, uh, the pang of glory hits your stomach, Rory, as you, uh, <laughs> as you descend these stair steps. And when you get to the bottom, uh, there is a, um, an area roped off, which forms kind of like a fighting ring, you would, you would realize. Uh, there's, a, there's a crowd hanging out, kind of either sitting on uh, barrels, um, and everyone's kind of talking, putting in money. And all of a sudden, a, as you guys get to the bottom of the stairs, a Kassanian ma- uh, man enters the ring, and he says, our, um, our next contender is a wrestler from Westwick. She might be small, but three years ago, she took home the championship belt after defeating the infamous Hammer. My people call her La Luchador de Muerta, but you know her as Stone Cold Jane Austen. (laughs) And you guys see a halfling jump from one of the posts of the ring and into the middle of the crowd. She is flexing her muscles. Uh, She has uh, light brown hair and green eyes, and she is uh, just looking fierce into the crowd. Rory it all comes back to you. Three years ago, you contended with another halfling, and it was a battle, like tooth and nail, this whole battle was. And this luchador came out on top. Stone Cold Jane Austen walked away with Westwick's championship belt, which she is now currently wearing over her sparkling <laughs> mess of a spandex outfit. Yes. All right. I want to, if I can see where the betting is going on, I want to put five gold down. Yeah, you on, can see. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see. Oh, who are you putting it down on? I'm putting it down on Rory. If, uh, should, oh. should like things come to that, I just want to make sure. Okay. I'd, l- I'd like to I, also put 40 on the girl. <laughs> Do you have 40? You know, I've got way more yeah, than four two hundred. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot we made that money. I wrote it down and everything. Um, so, um, is there any way that you want to greet the audience? If you could like find "Power" by Kanye West, play on a lute and harp or something like appropriate. <laughs> we'll try and make that happen. We'll see how much, how many rights we have within yeah, I'm there. I'm not sure we can get that. Royalty. But there's okay. So there's like there's like hardcore musicians behind you as yeah. hardcore as a lute. And uh, flute, and maybe your xylophone uh, oh, joins in. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, is playing like do 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 do. Yeah, so uh, the announcer then continues. My final question is, who will contend her for Avondale's championship for fighter? Uh, championship a title and also who will you bet your precious gold on and he's looking out to the audience and the audience is kind of like looking back and forth and at this point uh stone cold jane austen your eyes meet with rory the hammer 
Friggin' Austin, what are you doing here? The music we, stops. Okay. Yeah, you're in care. Yeah. Oof. Rory, last time I saw you, you were laying flat on your back. Yeah, that was a pretty badass fight we got into, eh? That was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Rory the Hammer is here tonight! Yeah! And, like, I don't know how a spotlight would work, but it comes and shines right on you. Uh, you guys can continue your banter. Are we Are we angry at each other, or are we just like, hey? That is how you roleplay it out. As, as far as I know, you bested me fair and square. That was a great fight we got in. All right. So the crowd's like all worked up and then we just like shake hands and we're just like, yeah. <laughs> how many of you would like to see a rematch between the hammer and, <laughs> and Stone a call to Jane Austen? I do, I do. Yeah, and the crowd is fanatic, as uh, Micah has made yeah. known. <laughs> There's so six of us. People just. put in their bets. I switched to um, bagpipes. I want to roll a performance check to see if I can hype up the audience with a 12. Uh, they're they're about as hyped as they can get. Okay, this cool. is pretty dramatic. <laughs> they had, no, I mean, Rory. They if they've ever seen him fight, they've only seen him way back in Westwick, which is literally months of travel away. So. Um, yeah, so do you want to climb into the ring, Rory? Hell, yeah, okay. absolutely. When I see him put 50 in, I put... I put I put 40 in. Or 40 in, sorry. I, I bump up mine to, to match that, so I put in 40 on Rory. So Telnius has got 40 on Rory. Uh, Ias has got 40 on Stone Cold Jane Austen. Kowloon, you joining in, or are you going to keep just playing your music? I mean, I'm going to play my music and then just kind of like grab a... <laughs> random number of coins out of my bag to wow. hand over and put on uh, Rory. A lot of strength. And that's going to be 31. Okay. Yeah. So 31 cool. on so, Rory. So 30 gold and one silver. All right. The, uh, the bets are in. And are our fighters, are our contenders ready to go? Wait, what are, what are the odds here? Uh, two to one. For who? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't think you understand how betting works, dude. Is this, is this like- I'm going based off of my knowledge of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> I'm, I grew up evangelical. <laughs> I mean, Catholic. He makes the sign of the cross. Uh, my, uh, my job is announcing, not the gambling. <laughs> How are we how are we doing this? Is it just hands? Is it weapons? What are we doing here? Oh my! Yeah, it's just yeah, bare knuckled. I, I've got wolf knuckles back in the ship, but I don't have any bare knuckles with me. Uh, that's <laughs> the hammer. Always, always a mouth as feisty as his grip. <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you guys go to each corner and ding ding, the bell goes off, starting the first match. So who's gonna make the first move? Right, I'm just pacing back and forth. Mm. Yeah, trying to feel you out. I'll do the same thing. Okay. Uh, my, I'm kind of, I'm kind of grinning. I was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna let you do that thing like you did last time." What was that move you got me in? I just bitch slapped you. And <laughs> 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 that was the finishing blow. I remember that. Yeah, that's a classic. It was classic a very embarrassing move. The bitch slap. Yeah. yeah, you really treated me like I was a little baby. <laughs> Crazy. The, the audience starts crying out, more action. Nobody's done that before. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> a little more comes in, a little less. Uh, I'm doing that thing where like you run back and forth and you hit the rope and it gives you momentum right. and you go back to the other side. Oh shoot. Trying okay. to like create a diversion. You don't know what's happening. Are these Whoa. uh like are these ropes like elastic or are they just oh, like they're ropes, tight. ropes? They're tight enough to give you that. Mm -hmm. I mean, do they have like, suspension? Like, do they have spring to them a little bit though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They have and some give. When I make the final pass, I hit the last rope, grab it, 
jump up on it and elbow you. Okay. Oh shoot! Right roll uh, roll the d twenty with advantage. Sixteen. Uh, sweet. So um, you don't have a shield. I don't have my shield, so no, it, it would would not. You, if it, I don't have a shield, then it would not. It does. Beat my AC. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you uh, you bring down the uh, the elbow straight into uh, Rory's noggin. So go ahead and roll the D four, and then add to it. Nice. Uh, okay, so eight. Yeah, wow. You take eight points of non lethal damage. Damn. Rory, you've just taken a hammer uh, <laughs> a hammer of uh, Jane Austen <laughs> to the face. <laughs> oh, and the crowd is like freaking out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you got the first one. You ain't going to get the second one. And I, uh, I go back to the corner um, and I kind of I kind of like jump from the top. I like kind of climb to the top of the corner mm-hmm. and I just try and jump and like grapple. Uh, her as I as do, I your arms her. maybe go out like an eagle, like an eagle, and I go <laughs> <laughs> classic eagle yeah. cry, eagle hammer cry. Okay, go ahead and roll. Oh, oh I'm enraged, so I get an advantage, and that would be 15. Mm, nope, oh, it does not hit. Okay, so oh, so when uh, yeah, you go ahead come at me like an eagle, I just put my arm up and clothesline. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rory, uh, roll me a dexterity to uh, to uh, catch yourself on your feet. Would this be an attack of opportunity? Uh, no, you're, okay. she's just trying to knock you off balance and knock you prone. Okay. 17. Okay, so you're able to catch your feet, but now it's uh, Stone Cold Jane Austen's turn to return some blows. And as a monk, you do have Fury of Blows, which means you can do four attacks at once. Okay, I will do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, What does it look like? It's just I can. You describe it how you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I. The elbow worked last time, so I try to elbow you in the chest to get you. Flat. Okay, roll, roll on to your hit. Face. Uh, mm-hmm. That hit. Yeah, yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, roll your d4 for okay. damage. A six. So another six point as the elbow Ooh. comes down into your chest. Again, the same thing again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, so vulnerable to that. Roll, uh, roll dexterity because she was trying to um, to Knock push you, you to push you down. So. Uh, eleven. Okay, roll a strength check. Okay, so it knocks you back, Rory, but you don't fall to your feet, but you okay. still have three more attacks on your turn. <laughs> so I drop to the ground and do like a break dance move to try to kick your legs out from under you. Okay. Perfect. Oh, Go ahead and yeah. give me a roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> um, that is 22. <laughs> No, that doesn't. I think that sixteen already hits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So twenty-two definitely. Oh, and um, so roll your damage with that. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Holy cow! I get nervous. Awesome. I am getting nervous. I'm We're screaming. About to lose some money. Yeah! yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, Rory, seriously. Beautiful. And um, kick his ass. You don't even get a dex check at that time. Taking that much damage, you are knocked back. How much uh, damage would I get? Eight. Oh. So eight, yeah, yeah. yeah, eight damage, and uh, you fall flat on your back, and you have one uh, last move to give. All that I want to do right now is to <laughs> grab, you're lying flat on your face, I grab your legs and pull them up so that you can't stand back up. Okay. 
and then the referee starts doing the nice. Character. Give oh. a give a strength uh, roll. Twenty one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, roll to contend. And then, yeah. and then eight again for damage if you don't do anything. Twenty two. Ah. Okay, so just at the last second, um, Rory, uh, the the uh, the announcer comes over and he goes one. Dude, and just as he about, he's about to say three, Rory's able to wriggle his feet free and actually come up from behind, and you now have an attack of I, opportunity. I start a chant like, hammer, 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 hammer. <laughs> and about hammer. half of the room is, is with you. The other half starts chanting, Austin, 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 Austin. So uh, Rory will give you your attack. Uh, I'm going to try an acrobatics behind yes. her. Yep. Uh, with a 11. Okay, go ahead and roll a um, dex check. Um, that is 10. Okay, okay, so so you just barely oh, escape no. her grasp and get behind her to do whatever move okay. you want to do. So I'm going to try and get her in like a full Nelson okay. from behind. Yep, and, and like tr- like jump forward as I do it, trying to get her to fall onto her face. Yes. Okay, so going for a strength check. Okay, Austin, Austin, uh, twenty four. Okay, strength check. Oh. Roll your d twenty. Twenty two. Oh my god. So it's enough to get her because you got 24, right? Yeah. So it's enough to get her into the full uh, Nelson, but just at the last second, um, like as you try to push her forward to knock her on her face, she actually is able to bring her head back and headbutt you, and your nose is now bleeding. And roll a d4. Uh, five. So you take another five points of damage. <laughs> I feel like I should have followed Ias's lead. <laughs> Put my money on Stone Cold Jane All right, and now you have a chance to um, uh, roll strength to get out of the um, thing and roll advantage. So roll a second okay. time and take the higher. Uh, 21. Uh, go ahead, roll strength to keep her. Uh, 19. Okay, so you're able to break free. Uh, Stone Cold Jane Austen, she has a move now. Okay, can I do Flurry of Blows again, or is that just like a one? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, um... She has enough key points. This is incredible. Rolled a 23. That definitely hits. Roll your damage. So what's the first one? I'm in the full Nelson, but I just flip you forward, and you go over my head. Okay. Okay, roll damage as he falls onto his ass. So eight points of damage, and you still have three more attacks. Does he not get advantage for, like, the crowd supporting him? He's in a rage. Go for your second one. Okay, um, so you're disoriented, and I just kick you in the balls. Um, She's fighting better (laughs) team. And that was 18. Oh, roll damage. Seven. (laughs) Seven points. She stumps you right in the naughty parts. Are we allowed to use lethal damage for wrestling? It's all Uh, non-lethal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, Roy's never having children, but... Two moves left. Um, uh, That's a... Uh, 10. So, so yeah, you, you go to bring your elbow down on him. Roy, you're, you're in so much pain, but you're able to block this last elbow and give me one more shot. Uh, 20. Oh, that hits <laughs> and <laughs> roll damage. Yeah, no. She takes him out. Uh, six? No, five. Is Rory oh knocked out? Yep. Yes. Oh, wait, I'm at negative wait. three. You've got ding, your, ding, oh, ding. No. I don't have my sh- shield. So, no shield. Um, <laughs> what's your finishing move, Jane Austen? Uh... Oh boy, um, 
there's so much pressure you right would, now. You would not use the hammer against me. There's no <laughs> way you would do that. He says. He says. I do. I do. Well, I don't like. You're already so, out. But I just. I. I'm wearing heels, and I just put one heel flat on your chest, and I raise the hammer above my head. Oh. The hammer fist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, so you're finishing move. Hammer you, fist. You. You had like climbed up on the rope, had come down, knocked him out, and then lifted up his own uh, hammer fist, mm-hmm. and the crowd is going insanely <laughs> crazy. Oh, damn it. Um, so you just made eighty gold. <laughs> yes, half of, baby. Them, half of them are like freaking out. Yeah. So if you voted or if you bet, which <laughs> I just did, on uh, yeah, uh, take. Take Hell yeah. Double. So 80 and then you everyone else loses their goal. <laughs> um and then the cleric comes in and heals up Rory and you guys after the fight like it's so beautiful. You guys just get hammered together. Uh no pun intended, yeah. but that was pretty <laughs> sweet. Um and Commander Leon loves it. He he was like freaking out the whole time yeah. like waving his uh his horn in the air and like yeah. sloshing ale everywhere and Leon is actually looking like he maybe can't hold his liquor very yeah. well, and so you guys, um, you guys have to part ways um, after a little while. After catching up, the championship belt stays with Stone Cold Jane Austen, <laughs> and she, you know, she gives her 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 greetings back. You know, good 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 fight and everything. Uh, and you guys head back to the uh, to the market area, uh, leaving behind your your friend here. So um, shopping spree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to episode seven, part one. I'm Andrew, your DM. With me, as always, were the Rowdy Boys, Colin as Colun, Micah as Telnius, Brad as Rory, and Taylor as Ias. Our featured guest was my dear friend, Nicole Wood, as the famed luchador, Stone Cold Jane Austen. Thank you so much for gracing us with your wonderful costume and wonderful sense of humor. Go to chasmquest.com to view maps, art, character bios, and get connected to our social media. Thanks also to our composer, Sam Anderson. And next week, we have part two of episode seven coming at you like a hammer. Goodbye.